hey newbies, from time to time, sometimes we like spit out words that we may have covered before and it's an accident. But if we ever do that and don't explain some of the lingo, you can go to nftsfornewbies.com and get a lingo guide or just an NFT newbie guide altogether. That's going to probably save you some time, uh, maybe save you a DM and just have a reference so that way you can educate yourself on your off time if you'd like. And if you get any of those guides, then you will get our newsletter every week, every Wednesday, that is. And you will see what we've been up to, what we've released and where you can find us. Let's get to the show. Look, are you interested in investing or collecting NFTs, but are overwhelmed with all the information? Heather and I were true, true NFT newbies. We're going to break it down as we're learning, as we wander unafraid into the world of digital art. Listen, y'all, we're going to cure you of your FOMO, mildly educate you and give our unqualified opinions and hopefully have a lot of laughs along the way. What up, family? We are here today with the Cat Graham, also known as Toro Gatto, who is an actress, artist, dancer, UN Refugees Goodwill Ambassador, and she's dropping her NFT project January the 28th at Yellow Heart NFT. And we've gotten so many requests from you guys to hear more from artists and creatives and kind of behind the scenes thought process behind creating NFTs. And Cat is killing it. In real life, she's been on multiple movies, TV shows, collaborated with some of the biggest names out there. What I love about her is her heart is so much for people and bettering this world. And she believes that she's going to be able to do this through NFTs. So can't wait for you to hear her mindset around this. But before we dig into this, I just want to apologize. We had some technical difficulties the first one, two, three minutes of the interview. We actually lost that part. So we're going to jump in midway conversation right here. I have an Instagram post of yours from, it was uh, December 30th, so not long ago. And in it, uh, it's a collage of pictures. And you're like, these are 18 projects and counting that I've done since uh, Vampire Diaries. And after eight years on a series, I still have moments where I feel I haven't done enough. And I know I'm not alone. My question to you is, Toro Gato and part two, is this kind of this culmination where you're like, wow, I have a new venue. I could do something different. It's musical. It's art. It's this kind of aggregation of things that are a different way to put something out into the world. You would think, right? Mm. <laughs> I, I found out through Yellow Heart, which is this awesome NFT platform that I'm releasing Toro Gato with. And they are also a, an NFT ticketing company and they do really great stuff. I found out that I'm the first artist in history to exclusively release an album as, as an NFT and that there's music data embedded within the, the NFT, right? So you can actually stream the full album and the videos within the platform, which uh, hadn't existed before. Yellow Heart's the, the first of its kind. I'm the first of my kind of artist. And you would think that hearing that, I would say, oh, well, I feel really great. I feel like I'm I've done something, you know, I'm, you know, one of the very few UN goodwill ambassadors for the refugee agency. I made history with, with, with vampire diaries. I was the first black April O'Neil for Ninja Turtles. I mean, I, I love being the first and only that being said, you know, and that's the thing where we talk about, you know, being an artist 
there's no reasoning or logic to the feeling of feeling like you haven't done enough as an artist or a creator. It, it's completely irrational. So even though I have crossed so many boundaries for, you know, being who I am and, and what I've done in my life, I feel like I haven't done anything. So no matter how much I do, it, it, it's irrelevant because I can be the first of my kind and it doesn't matter because the artist, you know, lizard brain is like, you haven't done anything. Where's that award? Where's that magazine cover? Where's that? It's like, well, I'm, what? <laughs> you know, so, and that's what this record is about in a lot of ways is the shadow self and the, the darker part of you that you have to talk to, that monster that's not underneath your bed, it's sleeping next to you and that goes to sleep next to you and gives you a hard time uh, about your, your parents, about your relationships, about how you look at yourself when you're alone, you know, and that to me was such a sacred and private conversation. I needed a platform that would show enough respect to the art that I was creating uh, so that I knew my audience would also come with that same respect. A lot of celebrities were releasing and are releasing NFTs and they do it for money. And that's such a, a slap in my face as, as an artist because I don't do anything for money. That's just not my journey. And, I, you know, whoever, like, if that's your thing and that's what you want to do and you want to make a quick buck, like, you know what, like, live your life. I hope you, you know, accomplish it. But as an artist and just as a human, I just feel like people are not stupid. If you're not really into something, it comes through. And I think that's people are like wondering why certain communities in the NFT space have been more successful. And when celebrity drops an NFT, no one gives a shit. And it's like, okay, you're just doing this. You're just hopping in this space to make a quick buck off us. You know, that's why, you know, Toro Gato, it's only like, we haven't announced it yet, but we're, we have physical redeemables from like a hoodie, patches, vinyl, cassettes. Um, yeah, cassettes. I saw, I was like, yes. <laughs> you know, and it's only for like 15 bucks. I mean, I've spent thousands on NFTs and I'm just like, yeah, I just want to be a part of the community. I want to see, you know, what it's like. But for my audience, these are young girls. A lot of my, my kids that support me and have supported me, like, yes, they've grown up with me from the time that I was on a show in 2009. So some of them are, you know, in their thirties, forties, and even the fifties now, but I have this new generation of, of young girls that, you know, are used to the, the easy go on, you know, streaming platforms and buy something. So I have to make it accessible in every way financially that they'll be able to do this on their phone. You know, I, I have to simplify it for, for my young girls because I want them to have this art, you know? So I'm looking at Yellow Heart right now. And for example, Toro Gato part two deluxe edition and vinyl and cassette, $50. So I just want to say this to the newbies real quick. When you see people spending 0.4 ETH as if it's nothing and trying to scrounge up some project before it blows up, like that's the difference between what's going on here and, and that. Like 0.4 ETH is a lot of money for a lot of people. This is something you probably spend over the course of a week on fast food. So this is affordable newbies. If you want to check it out, I'm looking at it. But I, I really appreciate that because we always try and help our listeners look out for a project that is not only going to over deliver, but that's affordable. You know, it costs me money to make all the vinyl and make all the cassettes and all the hoodies and the patches and stuff. So 
you know, I just wanted to be able to, to cover that. And then anything beyond that, if it's successful, great. But if it's not, then people can, you know, have this art. And it's not just, you know, a lot of people have prejudices against NFTs where they're like, oh, it's easily, re- you know, boost. I'm like, but so is a, so is a Banksy. Yeah. Doesn't have a Banksy. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so it's like, yeah, it is. It's, it's, you can say that you have a, a Banksy or you can say I have a Banksy. It's just, there's just a difference in that. But what I counter that argument with is like, that's great. But, you know, I only produced a few hundred vinyls and that's it. So there's also that physical redeemable quality to this collection. I think it was before we hit record, we were talking about how a lot of times when you don't understand something, the response to that is like a lot of fear, <laughs> right? Around it. Oh, always. Yeah. And, you know, we we get DMs from creatives all the time who are curious about how do we, you know, integrate this into our work and our brands. Like, what does this mean for my acting career, for my comedian career, et cetera, et cetera. And I think there's a lot of there's a lot of fear and doubt around it. And like you're trailblazing and you're one of the first people to integrate this in, into their art. And I was wondering, like, what are some of the natural fears that came up for you, the unknown stuff? And how did you overcome those? I think every artist has like a lot of insecurities, right? Like it doesn't even matter if it's in an NFT platform, if it's on iTunes, like every artist has that fear. Is anyone going to like listen to this? You know, it's a completely different imagery. I think people are used to seeing like a very like pop culture, friendly, smiling, selfie holding Cat Graham. And the idea when I was like, no, I'm releasing this under Toro Gato. And I just want people to to hear and see the art. And my big fear is that I did all of this art for nothing and that no one will see. I don't care about losing money. I'm going to lose money anytime I make art. Like that's just my thing. I make money and then I put it into my art. I'll do a big movie and it goes right into my art again, into studio sessions, into building sets, music videos, you know, uh, production, you know, hiring writers to write scripts. I have no idea how to not move like that. It's, um, it's just, it's part of my nature. So I guess the fear is that people don't see my art. I could give a fuck about money. I just want people to see my art. So that's my big fear is that nobody hears it and nobody sees it. And that would be my my big fear. Yeah, that's what I was thinking because with the NFT, I mean, it sounds cool that you can only listen to it if you have the NFT, but too, like I know kind of the conventional model has been like, let's get as many people to listen to things as possible. Let's go viral. Let's get in front of, and I feel like NFTs is like such a like exclusive uh, platform and it's kind of like messes with your mind when you've been conditioned to think like, I want something to go viral. You know what I mean? Yeah, you. <laughs> yeah. Not with this project. It's like if you took off all of, of your makeup or, or, you know, Rich, if you, if you had a relative and you were sitting next to them while they were, you know, in their last moment alive, like, would you want those moments to go viral? You know, they're like these super private, sacred moments. Like, would you want that to go viral? I don't think so. So that's what this record is for me. It's this kind of very sacred project. I think this is the only interview I've actually agreed to do for Toro Gato. This is it because I don't want to talk about it. Like I want people to see it. I want people that are in the NFT space um, to be about it. I'm not here to sell myself, you know? 
Hey newbies, our friend Sean has made an online course called NFTs Simplified. So consider it an extension of the things that we've tried to help you do. Now this course is gonna cover a few things and we wanna tell you about it because it is very affordable and it is very worthwhile. So obviously we're gonna cover what an NFT is, how to transfer Ether crypto into your wallet, how to buy an NFT, NFT security basics, all so that you can do the things you want. Some of you wanna make money, some of you wanna invest money, some of you wanna make sure your NFTs and your monies are safe. And that's exactly uh, why we're pairing up with Sean for this. So there will be five video lessons and there's also plenty of course handouts and notes. Uh, I'm looking at some of the reviews right now. Here's one from Halim saying the course is great. I love the graphics and wish I had time to watch all this before I tried to do it myself. So there's additional reviews just like that, that made us confident to partner with him and to offer this course to you for 19 bucks. Okay. That's about three Starbucks grande drinks. Okay. So think about it, 19 bucks to keep your NFTs safe, to get you some of that extended knowledge that you want and to just have a course from someone who is driven to help you. So we'll link it in the show notes. See you next time. I'm on Yellowheart and I want to tell you something. I don't believe in coincidences lately. I'm literally reading a book called How to Stop Being Yourself and it's all about the subconscious and conscious mind. And when I'm reading here, it says... You know, when you chose your name, it translates to bullcat and it was chosen by you and Darren to show both the light and dark parts of the subconscious and conscious mind. Like, what are you talking about right there? I mean, Let's go. I don't want to get it twisted because <laughs> I could I could make my own interpretation, which maybe you want me to do. But I kind of do, especially, Rich, if you're in the process of studying, you know, the, the physical and non-physical consciousness. Yes. What do you think it means? Uh, as far as the light and dark parts. So the subconscious, I was reading about beta waves and alpha waves and theta waves and all this stuff. The subconscious is what I'm understanding right now. This is so funny. I didn't expect the interview to go this I'm direction. I'm having the time of my life I right now. I asked the fucking question though. It's my <laughs> fault. So the, the, sub, <laughs> the subconscious to me hmm. is everything that's impeding me from living the life I want. That's how I interpret it. The subconscious is everything lingering that I'm not identifying or I'm putting in a box or I'm compartmentalizing. And I used to serve. So there's a lot of stuff uh, from the military that I put aside, right? And the conscious mind is me literally maybe trying to show up a certain way for you on this interview, which I'm not, you know, or showing up uh, as the father I want to be when my daughter's misbehaving and I want to be a good dad and not like a punk. So the subconscious is everything I'm not paying attention to or not allowing to kind of bubble to the surface. That's how I look at it right now in my kind of junior, you know, elementary knowledge so far of what I'm studying. That's exactly right. I mean, that's exactly right. So, you know, the rich, interview over. The rich that <laughs> was in the military and the ghost of that part of you that still lingers, that affects your choices and your relationships and, you know, how you navigate or how you react to sound, to noise, to how you're sleeping at night and any of your trauma, that is your subconscious mind or maybe your shadow self. And what we like to do, and I do the same thing in my own way, is we just kind of put it in the closet or under the bed or under the rug. And it's like, oh, we're fine. It's in the past. It's over. It's over. But what would you look like if you befriended that person? If you became friends with the monster under your bed and instead of running or hiding or tucking that version of yourself, what would your life look like if you had a conversation and stopped being so scared 
of the monster. And this album is the the celebration of that part of you that you don't celebrate. So on the record, I'll talk about, you know, my dad, my, you know, who I had an abusive dad and, you know, or bad relationships or, you know, my own insecurities. Like there's one of the films in Toro Gato where I completely like take off the wig and take off the makeup and take off everything. And I'm just raw. So it's, it's about, you know, and sometimes the scariest thing is not what's outside. It's what's within this mind absolutely controls us and decides whether we're a self-saboteur or whether we are, you know, unlimited. And I think, I really do think that, you know, you have to go through sometimes hell and high water to get to your highest self. And I'd figured that out during COVID, right? So I'd gone down the NFT rabbit hole, but simultaneously I was listening to a lot more Deepak Chopra. I was meditating a ton more. I was dealing with my insecurities, my relationships. People were dying on me. People were getting sick left and right. And I had to have a conversation about like, what am I about? Am I this kind of shiny, Instagram-y, you know, person who's just happy all the time. And I'm just, you know, always going to be likable. And I just, I, that's just not me. And that's not my art. And I don't think that that's relatable. And I think that if there's a way that I could bring like my, my soul into a space that is kind of shrouded in, in, in mystery and technology and actually bring some soul that, that, that would be cool. And that I would, Actually, because honestly, in a weird way, it is so protected because people that are into NFTs are into it and, and understand what OpenSea is and they understand what the wallet is and they're devoted in a weird way to it. I almost felt that my soul was safer there and my and shadow self and my subconscious was safer there because people that were walking into that house knew what they were walking into, that they are also protected and they are also there to, to, you know, be a part of this very private, almost exclusive space. I have one more deep question for you. I got to go here real quick, real quick. Sorry, I, I, I have to. Um, there's not many people you can have this conversation with, but I feel like I... I have my friends over here who are talking about, you know, awakening and, you know, the global consciousness and all that. And I have friends over here who are very into like tech and business, et cetera. And, you know, thinking about Web3 and the implications of where we're going with like more decentralized media, et cetera. I'm just wondering, like, how do you, because I know you're heavily invested in just the state of the world and um, using your work for good. How do you see like this this shift in our culture with tech? How does that affect, I guess, consciousness in general, like the spiritual shift that we're going through right now? Some people are really afraid of it and against it, but also too, I can see there being like a lot of good come from it. There's good and I don't even like to use the word evil. There's high vibrations and there's low vibrations in any avenue, you know, in any company. There are great people. And there are lower vibrations in anything and in everything. There are people that are using NFTs to, to raise money for charity and for communities that don't have drinking water or, you know, financial st stability or homes or safety. And there are people using NFTs to just line their pockets so they can buy another Ferrari. Only you can decide 
as an individual, how you want to navigate in any space. So if you are interested in NFTs, you get to look at yourself and say, why do I want to do this? Do I want to just collect and make some money? And if that's fine, if that's what you want, then that's what you want. You know, and if you are an owner of a, of an NFT company and you are launching a new, maybe you're launching a new coin. I have a, I have friends that, you know, are launching their own, their own coins. And, um, you know, but I actually, you know, before I get involved with my friends that are, you know, launching crypto banks and, you know, their own coins, I have to ask them why. Why are you doing it? And if you're doing it to raise money, is that money going towards the betterment of society? And if it's not, I don't want the coin. I don't want to be an ambassador for the coin or the bank or the anything, the platform. I'm not interested because for me and how it's all connected and, and the, the connection has to always be purpose. Like what is your purpose? Like if my purpose, Gato is just to make a bunch of money, then that's fine. But if my purpose is to get people to look at themselves and say, you know, what part of me is the, you know, the Toro Gato, the shadow self, and have I been neglecting it? And is there something within me that I, it's time for me to face so that I can move forward in my life and that can promote healing? Great. So at the end of the day, it doesn't matter the company, it doesn't matter how techy it is, it doesn't matter how difficult it is to understand. If their purpose is coming from the right place, then then it's coming from the right place. Do you know what I mean? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Heather, I know you got one final question, <laughs> but for everyone listening to this, go to yh.io, that's yellow horror, and you could type in Toro Gato and you will see the collection. I already got my eyes on the the bundle with the hoodie because I'm <laughs> like obsessed, obsessed with hoodies, hoodies and I love what I'm looking at right now. But um, it's affordable. There's all kinds of ranges. So if you're a newbie listening to this and you've loved everything you've heard so far, then just go. All right, just go and check it out and see for yourself. And then Heather? Yeah. Well, this got? is a very, very serious question to end the show with, but we always make sure that we ask from our pod deck, which we ran out. So now I'm using Chick-fil-A cards right here from my kids. <laughs> Happy Meal sandwich. Um, but this is what the question is. What would you be sure to bring on a long road trip? On a long road trip? Um, God, that's that's a great question. I, I'm heading out pretty soon because I'm doing a, um, a refugee documentary and I'm heading out next week. And, you know, you got to think about what you're we're going to bring because sometimes, you know, there's a threat of, you know, when you get to certain borders, if there's like kidnapping and safety issues and stuff like that. So the thing, the first thing that comes to my mind that I'm bringing for that is I have a five year memory journal. So every day I write down like a few lines uh, about what I did that day or like what I learned and stuff like that. Because for me, and I know it sounds so weird, but some of the most important things for me are my memories. And I don't want to forget anything, especially if I'm taking like a road trip, right? Like I'm all about like self-discovery these days. So I just want to like document like even just the littlest part, like, oh, I saw a really great flower today and it like changed how I saw the sun, you know, or just like little, like stupid stuff. I'm like a sentimental person. So I would, I would say that. Love it. All right. Well, thank you so much for all your time. I hope I get a hoodie. I'll send you both the full collection of like everything. So just um, make oh. sure to 
Bet. Cool. It's on yeah. tape now. Give <laughs> my team your your address and have them send it to me, and I'll I'll take care of it as soon as I'm. That's awesome. Oh. Thank you. Heather will take matching pictures in the hoodies Come or whatever. On. That'll be dope. Oh, send that's awesome. Your sizes, and I'll, I'll take care of you guys. Thank you for making the time. Best. Podcast. This is the thank you. Awesome. Thank you. We've awesome yet stuff. to have an interview like this. I can guarantee you that uh, this is going to be <laughs> yeah. so great for our listeners. I, I will just leave with this. We've had people come on and talk about the projects and talk about development and talk about Discord and talk about all this, but no one has gotten this deep. And it's not because they're superficial necessarily or anything like that, but they're just not at this level. Like the amount of times you said that money didn't matter to you is kind of crazy, right? Like it's people, uh, what I noticed was you fund some of your art with acting when people were trying to do all kinds of crazy shit to fund their acting. <laughs> it's backwards, you know what I'm saying? So it's just, I think it's super cool. I think we had a blast and we cannot thank you enough. Same, same, really grateful. This is really special. 